Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ramona Shelburne, Woody Page, J.A. Adane, Frank Isola. Approaching game time, the latest on Trevor Lawrence. He's braced, going through practice. What to expect for Jaguar Saints Thursday Night Football. And the Aces starting championship. Our super team with another super team hurt on the bench. Managed to pull off an all-time statement, and that statement is never underestimate the heart of a champion. Let's go around the horn. I left my voice in the library last night, Mike Wobon. He's a pretty team now. Thursday Night Football, Jaguar Saints. Trevor Lawrence listed as questionable with the knee he injured last week against Indy, but is expected to give it a go and start. If he can't make it through the whole game, C.J. Beathard would be next in line. Jacksonville 4-2, they've won three straight. Whether they've turned the corner to become the playoff team you expected them to be after last year. New Orleans 3-3, right in the thick of it in the NFC South and favored in this home game. J.A., around the horn to you. Which team's in the better spot tonight, Jacksonville or New Orleans? Well, by better spot, it would be New Orleans because if you look at the GPS locations, they're in the United States of America at home, and that's detrimental to the Jaguars. The Jaguars are only one and two in these United States of America. And I, I think it's been a general problem, though. We're looking at the playoff teams from last year, finding consistency has been an issue. The 49ers came closest this year until that, that misstep in Cleveland last week. So I really don't think we have a sense yet of who the Jaguars are. Add that, the, the injury concern, playing with the brakes perhaps for Lawrence going into this game, and you have to like the Okay, so you're putting a lot into the short week and the travel coming back from London after being there for half a month. Frank, I sold it to you. Yeah, the, the short week and these Thursday games are great for TV. It's great for the fans. It's not great for Trevor Lawrence. If he had a couple more days of rest, you know he'd be a lot healthier on Sunday. He has made 42 consecutive starts. Now, they are missing two offensive linemen, which is big, but I'd rather be Jacksonville. I think under Doug Peterson and the way that Trevor Lawrence has played already this season, he's got a, a playoff win under his belt already. Th- this has a chance to be a really good team, even though they are playing on the road in New Orleans. Woody Page. Well, I think that's the problem, Frank. They're playing on the road in New Orleans after coming back from London. I think they turned the corner, but I think they hit a cul-de-sac by going to the Saints. And let's <laughs> look back on Trevor Lawrence's career, and we'll see that he's old for the Superdome. He, when he was at Clemson, played there twice and lost both games. So he would like to, I'm sure, finally win a game in New Orleans, but it's not going to happen tonight. At, at home, the Saints are better. They've got uh, Kamara back and, and touching the ball 75 times since he's come back, and I think he's getting better and better as he plays more. They've got a good defense. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I see the Saints winning uh, on a field goal in the fourth quarter. And, Ramona, who's in better position right now, Jacksonville or New Orleans? 
I think Jacksonville because they have Trevor Lawrence. I mean, they started off as the betting favorite in this game. The line moved when it looked like he might miss the game, and now it'll swing back here when it looks like he's going to start. And so for, they've won three in a row. They're back. They're used to playing in London. This is their thing is that they go overseas. And you know, the Saints are coming off a loss to the Texans, scored 13 points. They don't really have much going offensively. Just so we're right with the flight pattern, London, then Indianapolis, now New Orleans. Jay Adani, yeah. last word to you. I mean, I love what Travis Etienne has done for them, but can you ask him or expect him to do more? That might be too much. All right, so you've got the Saints tonight, Jay? Yes. Uh Uh-huh, and Frank Isola? I'm taking Jacksonville. By the way, their defense on pace for 43 takeaways. What do you said, New Orleans and Ramona? I'll go Jacksonville if they protect Trevor. We move on now to the... Story of the day, the headline of the season, the Aces. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. How a super team with a second super team of players not able to play, still winning it all on the road. You heard Becky Hammond tell Holly Rowe that uh, this team, and she was as confident AF with the players she could go to play with. So they go into the raucous Barkley Center and they night-night the Liberty. This is about the heart. This is about New York's alleged superness deflating. We'll get to that. This is about Asia Wilson, the indisputable dominant force and the reckoning she put on all after not winning MVP. Face the league, the, the face the league deserves and needs. Asia Wilson, the team of the league, the Aces, back-to-back champions. Ramona, what did we just witness? How did Vegas do it last night? I think we are witnessing the start of a dynasty here. This is a team that took it took some time for them to win, right? And Brianna Stewart had their number in years past when she was playing in Seattle. So this was another another vanquished foe here in beating Stewie. But I, I, this is a team. They're all young. They're all coming back. We'll we'll see about Candace Parker with her injury and her age if she decides to play another year. But the, now they've got two, and the fact that they came down from double digits in this game with no Chelsea Gray, no Stokes, no Candace Parker to come back in that game on the road—that's the heart of a champion. Woody Page. Oh, I agree with Ramona. Nice job. I, I think that what's <laughs> okay. key is in regard to them becoming a dynasty, Pat Pat Riley needs to get out his three-peat trademark because they're going to win it again next year because they got their top four coming back under contract. I think we saw a team last night that dominated in the paint against a team that was supposed to be better inside. They scored 44 points against the Liberty's 24 around the basket. And I think that was a difference, a real difference in the game other than holding Brianna Stewart to three for 17. You've got a team that has one of the best coaches in basketball Basketball, and I mean either the NBA or the ABA because Becky learned at the feet of Greg Popovich, and you can see that she's got the sense winning both championships in her two years in the WNBA. This team is on a roll and showed it again last night in New York. J.A. Adande. And Woody Hammond did something that her mentor, Popovich, never did, and that's win back-to-back championships, something Pat Riley didn't do his first two attempts at it. So the greatness of their coach and the depth beyond, obviously, the greatness of Asia Wilson. Look at Alicia Clark last night. Woody, of those shots that, that Brandon Stewart missed, six of, the, of them came against uh, Clark defending her, including on that crucial last position. That was her held her to without a field goal when she was guarding her in the fourth quarter. And then just as impressive her performance in the postgame interview when she somehow got through it without breaking down as she talked about how important it was, how much it meant to her to win this after her father passed away this year. So just incredible performance all around. By and Frank Isola. 
Yeah, I think Alicia Clark's interview at the end of the first quarter was even more impressive because she talked about eight turnovers. We got we can't we got to stop throwing the ball away. And she said they were down ten. She said, "Well, we got thirty minutes. We'll be okay." <laughs> Just that quiet confidence that this team has. And here's the thing too, you know, both teams combined to go fourteen of forty-seven on threes. What did Asia Wilson do? She scores from around the paint, as Woody said. She dominated the paint. Two of the last three finals MVPs in the NBA were both big men, Giannis and Jokic. You still can dominate inside, and that's what Asia Wilson was able to do. They hung around, hung around long enough for her to take I over need the more, game. though, on Asia Wilson because there was a lot of heat in this series over the perceived yeah. uh, <laughs> slight given to the defending champs when the Liberty were building their super team overnight. And then again, Asia Wilson didn't finish first in MVP. She didn't finish second in MVP. On some ballots, she didn't finish top three in MVP. That slight and some of the other things that motivate this team carry them to this championship. Isn't that right, Ramona? Yeah, oh, look, they got off to such a hot start. They were so dominant in the beginning part of this season that I think people took Asia for granted. They took the Aces for granted. And they were, you know, when you have such a lead on everyone, all you're doing is inviting people to chase you down. The Liberty chased them down midway through the year. They won the Commissioner's Cup. But Asia is the class of this league. And, uh, and you know, who was they were looking for somebody who voted her fourth? Who was the person who voted her for? Right. I mean, well, they, shouldn't they? It was like a motivating that, right? force for this team. You could just now, see the way it carried it out. You could just see it the way that Sabrina Ionescu went to the night-night yeah. in game three, and you heard it from Sidney <laughs> Colson after the game, how that motivated this team. Let's talk about the Liberty for a second. To blow a double-digit second-half lead, to not be able to close out at home against the most depleted roster you could imagine. For MVP Brianna Stewart to have the worst 10-game stretch of her career this postseason and the roughest final game imaginable, 3-for-17, as Woody said. Brutal last possession for this team as well. So, the Liberty, they fall short, as you see, UNESCO also was throwing up after one of the big shots. They fall short and only making coach Sandy Brundello and Stewart and Courtney Vandersloot available after the game at the podium. Frank, your thoughts on a hyped super team's bubble bursting the way it did? Yeah, that's a weak move. More players should have been made available to the media after the game. But for Brianna Stewart, the MVP of the league, that is a disastrous performance in the biggest game of your season, 3 for 17. I don't know why the Liberty called the timeout. They have the ball with 18 seconds ago. You're down one. You have to be thinking yeah. two possessions. You have to be thinking if we miss and they grab the rebound, we foul, they go to the free throw line. Why? You're calling a timeout there, and then with 8.8 seconds ago, you end up just getting the one shot from the corner. But blowing the 10-point lead... At the, you know, at the start of the second quarter with Chelsea Gray on the bench, that is a brutal, brutal loss by the Jay league. Jay Donde. Yeah, I'm disappointed in the coaching and the guard play for not featuring Jonquel Jones more, who at times has been their best player throughout these playoffs and only had eight shots in last night's game. And the last play was symbolic. She didn't get her hands on the ball the final possession until after the final buzzer, it sounded. Woody Page. Mm. Good job, J.A. I want to applaud you for that. I, I think you've got to start with the coach and what her decision was at the end. And we're going to go with Brianna, who had been so awful all night. At least give her somebody to set up a screen for 
rather than just throwing it into her and she's got to go one-on-one in the corner against uh, Clark. I just didn't think that made any sense whatsoever. But in overall about the Liberty, I just think they were overrated. We began the season, people were talking about they were going to be undefeated all year long. They weren't going to lose a game. And really, they just couldn't live up to those expectations that it kept bothering me during the playoffs that they weren't being as dominant, particularly Stewart. And, and it showed in, these, in this final Ramona series. Shelburne. I mean, this is also two teams that played each other a lot. And the Aces, I thought they had they were going to have a hard time with the Liberty because of the loss of Candace Parker inside and the matchup with Jonquel Jones. Like, as Jay said, feature Jonquel Jones. She's an MVP, too, by the way. And and she can score, and you don't have your best interior defender in, in Candace Parker out there for most of the season. So I, I felt like the Liberty, this is their first time here. This is their first, this is Sabrina Unesco's first time on this stage. This team finally came together midway through the year. They have a style. I think they just need to refine it and maybe game plan and get some players to match up better with the Aces next year. This is a fun ride with No, of course, of course. Though, so is there a player in the world who can match up opposite Asia Wilson? You don't just pick somebody off the, off the heat no. there. Um, back to Vegas real quick. I think it should be said they had a lot of very serious off-court issues this year. And I'm thinking specifically of Becky Hammond starting the year suspended of one of their many serious issues and the investigation into Erica Hamby and the workplace environment through her pregnancy. And that deserves scrutiny, deserves to be investigated as it was, deserves to be to be looked at the way you talked about Becky Hammond, though, and the credit that she received for her in-game management here. Another story in the WNBA right now is Phoenix hiring coach Nate Tibbetts and announcing it in game four of the WNBA Finals with a, with a release on Twitter, which you could do that, the way they did it, talking about him being a legendary oh. player and a girl dad, and then announcing he's the highest paid coach in the sport, the doing? WNBA. What are you doing? Uh. Mark Davis has been known to spend money, maybe go over the top in spending his money. That's a blank check situation, you would think, for Becky Hammond now. We'll be back by ourselves next. <laughs> Around the Horn is presented by Truly Hard Seltzer. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. 
Another game in the baseball playoffs where a team got out early and carried it through. Astros finding their bats. And might Texas's Max Scherzer gamble come back to haunt them? Tonight is a pivotal game four. You people always say pivotal game fives. When I pivot, you pivot. When I move, you move, Adonde, just like that. <laughs> did Houston pounding Scherzer like they did change how this series will go, Woody Page? Yes, it will. And can you imagine if it does go to the seventh game that they go with Scherzer again? Well, yeah. When he was so uncertain last night, I don't think that makes any sense whatsoever. Bochy, I think, uh, was outmanaged. First of all, Dusty did such a good job of changing the lineup after two games, and the bottom part of the order ended up coming through real big time for Houston. Meanwhile, Bochy play, pitches four guys who haven't pitched since September. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a chance of winning that game. They only got runs in garbage time. Jay Adande. Yeah, you know how you need three points to make a line? We have the three plot points now for Scherzer. More earned runs than inning pitch his last three postseason starts. So now he's gone from great asset to liability. That's dangerous going forward. That is some heavy-duty stat work from Adande. Frank Isola. Bruce Bochy is a pretty smart guy. I think he knew there was a chance that what happened last night would happen. Jose Otuve finally got hot. But if I'm him, I'm pitching Scherzer because I know I'm going to need him at some point in the playoffs. So I don't have any – remember, they made a huge trade to get the guy. you got to use him. I don't have a problem. Ramona Shelburne. I don't have a problem with him using him either. He's throwing 95 miles an hour. He just wasn't sharp on the slider and locating his pitches because he hasn't pitched in a while. Yeah, that's what. Exactly. I don't think we're giving – we're not giving the Astros any credit. Did you see the catch from Michael Brantley? I mean, this is a guy who's been out for 14 months with a shoulder injury, and he's he's out there diving in the outfield. They almost tied it up. Frank, I agree. Jose Altuve finally got hot. Jose Altuve is second all-time in postseason home runs. Yes, we know the first hundred years of the sport they didn't play as many rounds and everything. It is amazing. But, oh, that is amazing. He's this big. Okay, wait. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> Don't give him the too, too short, too small. We'll move on. Buy or sell two. Olympics 2028. Flag football. Who you got? <laughs> We've heard NFL players say they want in. Tyreek Hill is one of them. Rob Gronkowski is one of them. Uh, former player says he wants in. The league reportedly wants them in too. J.A. buy or sell NFL players playing flag football in the Olympics. You have to sell. This has nothing to do with the Olympics. The NFL's pro football American style is not a global sport. We don't need to dominate more than it's already. I would rather see it just have mixed, right? We don't need men and women. Why not just have mixed competition? That'd be fun for players. Okay, so you're selling the idea of the NFL playing in the flag football because it would be so unfair. Because they would be, okay. Woody Page? I'm selling it, but for another reason, that because amateurs should be playing, we put together a team that actually works at it for four years. Mm, I didn't realize until today that 100 countries are playing flag football, 20 million competitors. Yes, it should be for amateurs, not for NFL players. Did anybody see the Pro Bowl? That was the most yawning game I've ever watched. Lotus Shelburne. Listen, I love the amateurism of the Olympics as much as anybody. I can sing the song, I get excited, but they get—they love nothing better than getting big, huge international stars into the Olympics. That's what happened in golf, you know, oh, let's get Tiger Woods into the Olympics. I, how old Tom Brady could be in 2028? I mean, I, I can see it now. Uh, <laughs> hey, Frank, I saw 
We really don't need it. We already have rhythmic gymnastics in the Olympics, but Ramona happens to be 100% right. This is a way to get the big names in the Olympics. What I love to see our very own Izzy Gutierrez, who plays flag football at a high level. Yeah. Absolutely. But you're going to see NFL players. Give me the, in the best Olympics. flag That's football team about. of NFL players you possibly could. Because I have. Mahomes and Tyreek Hill against anybody. Against anybody. Just so Or just guys. the oh, Miami like Dolphins right now as Presley constituted and throw them out Gronk. there. <laughs> it's true. Gronk? No, no. We saw how Gronk. Can you imagine Gronk trying to pull somebody's flag after what he did on that final play against Miami so many years ago? He couldn't even get anybody. No, no, that's Gronk. Aaron Rodgers on one leg. Shelburne Adonde, that's going to be our showdown next. Just the Dolphins. What do you prove? That's Presley constituted. That speed. Tyreek Hill over anybody. You want short fest? Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Around the Horn is presented by Truly Hard Seltzer. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Julius Randle had a big dunk last night in his Skechers. Sketchers also assigned Terrence Mann. And now sketching Joel Embiid. Momo with the MVP nearing a deal with Sketchers. Do you think Sketchers could be cool in the basketball world? I mean, it's hard for big men historically to be the face of a shoe company. That's always been a difficult road to go on. But I don't know if the shoes look cool. People buy them. He's the MVP. He's funny. J.A.? Yeah. Business advice once I read a book. Only get into business because you can be number one in the world. They're not going to dominate this world in the youth market. You had the retiree market unlocked. You had Joe Montana. You don't need any of these young guys. Know your audience. So who would you bring then in from the NBA, former NBA player to rock the Skechers to endorse for them? Who's your guy? Dirk Nowitzki would be great. I can imagine him oh, kicking Steve Nash. <laughs> Leaning back on the microphone. Steve Nash is definitely a Vans guy. Remote. We'll move on. NLCS Game 3 today. Check this out. Empty seats at Chase Field in Arizona. And why do we think? Well, there was a report Phillies fans started buying up seats, paying to keep the seats empty over having local Arizona Diamondbacks fans in their own stadium. J.A. have Philly fans figured something out here. No, they figured out how to be haters. Don't let these tickets go to waste. If you're going to buy them and not use them, get online. I'm sure you can find some Phillies fans in Arizona who can go to the game and watch the Phillies get closer to your World Series. See how they did their tone. 
mean, it doesn't cost that much to buy the seats. They're like $29 in the upper deck, right? You spend $29. Yeah, I'd rather do that than get on a plane. Plus, the optics of just nobody oh, sitting no. in those seats. Oh, so no. Oh, you said it. Oh, no. Oh, no. I did. Oh, no. You already lost it because. That's the actual right word, though. The right usage of optics. Speaking my action news language. Move closer to your world, everybody. J.A. Dane, move closer to FaceTime. We know the NBA has been desperate to make the players care more about the regular season. They've got the tournament, new rules. I think it's working. We've never seen players this into the preseason. You see last night, Steph Curry broke out the night night. They were competing right to the end, celebrating with E40 after they beat the Kings. You had a Lakers uh, Warriors game. You had more than 130 points scored by the first two teams in the first half. Chet Holmgren versus Wembayana in the preseason was great. A great teaser, what we expect in regular season. These players are into it already. I think starting later this month, it's going to be on in the association. Wembayama, fine. He's going through the legs. He's, as you see, I mean, his highlights yesterday. Golden State celebrating with E40 for a preseason game. Tell me when to go. They're into it. I'll tell you when night to night. go for the regular season, not the preseason. Oh, no. yeah. we care now. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. It matters.